Hey everybody, it's Wednesday night and uh, we're going to spend a few moments together here on the midweek moment. I hope you're having a fantastic week and I hope you're not allowing all the crazy stuff going on in our world and the political arena to diminish your faith in God. Every day is an opportunity to trust the Lord. Every day is an opportunity to rejoice and let God use you in some kind of positive way. Man, we need some positive God stuff happening in our world today and I believe God is standing by to make that happen through your life and through my life. Well last week we started a brand new study from the book of James. The book of James. So if you want to turn there tonight or open your device and meet me in chapter one of the book of James. We know that James the brother of Jesus wrote this letter and we know that he wrote to Jewish Christians that were living outside of the area of Palestine. And the reason they were living outside of Palestine is they had been dispersed because of the first wave of persecution that went through the church. And James is addressing the subject of faith in this letter. And he applies faith to many different situations in their life and in the church. Uh, they were experiencing adversity, obviously. I mean, living outside of Palestine, you have to remember these are Jewish people that are living in the Roman Empire. And they are Jewish people that have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So they're being pressured and persecuted by their own people. So James, in the first chapter, we saw last week that he addresses the subject of trials in times of adversity. How we exercise our faith in times of adversity. Remember last week, James 1, 2, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it as an opportunity for great joy. So James is telling them right off the bat in this letter that in times of adversity, like these believers were experiencing, it was an opportunity for them to exercise their faith. It was an opportunity for them to, to rejoice, to trust the Lord, to see God show up and show off in their situation. Adversity gives us opportunities to rejoice and trust the Lord. I remember back when I became a Christian in uh, the early 70s that Andre Crouch, who was a popular Christian artist at that time, contemporary Christian artist, wrote a song called Through It All. And in that song, uh, there was a phrase that said, through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus, I've learned to trust in God. If I never had any problems, I would never know that God could solve them. I would never know what faith in his word would do. God gives us faith for times of adversity. He gives us faith so that we can rejoice and have peace and trust Him and rest in Him and watch Him do what only He can do. So I want to continue in James chapter 1 tonight and look at some other truths that James brings out. One of them is faith allows adversity to work for our good. When we have faith in God, we can turn adversity around and make it work for us. In James 1, 3, for when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. That word grow means improve. When we grow, we improve. When we grow, we advance. When we grow, we excel in something. So James said, when your faith is tested, adversity, you have an opportunity to see your endurance grow. And endurance is important. Endurance is critical in every area of our life. It is the ability to last. It's the ability to continue. 
When we endure, we're able to remain. When we endure, uh, we can tough it out in tough times. We can push through the pain, uh, push through the trouble, push through the opposition. And uh, faith is kind of like a muscle. You have to exercise that muscle. Uh, we're not going to learn endurance, and we're not going to be able to practice our faith or exercise our faith just by reading books. Now, I'm not against reading books. Reading books is good. But you need more than books if you're going to strengthen your faith and endurance. Uh, in fact, it's like exercise. You're not going to get stronger and healthier watching other people exercise. You've got to get up and do something yourself. We have to exercise our faith. And endurance and patience really works together. When we endure, we have to be patient. And patience doesn't mean that we just uh, passively surrender to our circumstances. It means that we wait on the Lord. It means that we endure through the trouble. It means that we expect and anticipate that God is going to do what only He can do. And we see endurance working uh, in, the, in the faith of people in the Bible. Think about Moses. Moses spent 40 years on the backside of the desert, but it wasn't a waste of time. That, that trial, that adversity, that wilderness experience is what built endurance in his life. It taught him patience. It taught him to trust God, and it made his faith stronger. Same way with Paul. You know, Paul learned through endurance. He learned through trouble. He learned through challenges in his life. So James tells us that when our faith is tested, when we experience adversity in our life, that it's an opportunity for joy and it's an opportunity for us to grow. So allow seasons of adversity, allow difficulty and opposition in your life to be an, a, a chance for God to show up and for you to grow in your endurance, in your faith, and in your patience. A second thing that he talks about here is that we must embrace the process because it's all a process. It's not instantaneous. We are, we are a work in progress. In verse number four, James says, let endurance have its perfect result. So it starts and it has to have a completion. Have its perfect result so that you may be perfect, that means mature, and complete, lacking in nothing. So we must allow endurance and and, and the growth and the testing of our faith to produce the kind of result that God is looking for in our life. Now, I want to read that verse again from the message translation. I love the way the message translation uh, verbalizes this. So don't try to get anything or don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. I love that. Don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it work. Let your faith work. Let the adversity work. Let the growth of your endurance work. Now, here's a, here's a fact. We're not going to benefit from anything if we don't cooperate. Think about that. You and I aren't going to benefit from any experience in life if we don't cooperate. It's not just, you know, we can't expect other people to do it all for us. We can't expect God to do it all for us. We have to be in, in a mode of cooperation, and that applies in school. If you don't cooperate in school, you're not going to learn in school. Uh, you're not going to learn to drive if you don't cooperate. You're not going to learn anything on on-the-job training 
if you don't cooperate. And so James says, don't quit prematurely. Don't try to get out of something before it has its work or its completion. Last week I was working out. I work out quite a bit and and so last week I got up in the morning and I hadn't slept much the night before. I went to bed late and I got up in the morning early and my alarm went off and I'm laying there thinking, man, I don't want to work out today. I don't want to do this. You know, I can skip a day. And then I thought, nah, just get up and go out there and do it. So I go out to my garage. I had my weights. I had my rowing machine. I had everything set up for the workout. And I had six sets that I was doing, five exercises that I do. That's a set. Then I rest for a minute and 30 seconds, and then I do it all over again. So I had six sets, all right? And so I start working out, and I have my T-shirt on, uh, and my (laughs) my T-shirt says, no shortcuts, do the work. No shortcuts, do the work. And that's the way it is in life. If you don't do the work and you try to take shortcuts, you're not going to accomplish anything. So I'm wearing this T-shirt to remind me. And I get into like the second set, and it's hot out in the garage. And man, I'm sweating, and I'm tired, and I'm saying to myself, you know what, I think instead of doing six sets today, I think I'm going to do four sets. I mean, I've been working out all week. I hardly miss a day. Four sets is okay. So then I get to the third set. Then I get to the fourth set, and I thought, you know what, if I did four, maybe I can just do five. I'll just cut it short. I won't do six, I'll do five. Well, then I did the fifth set. Next thing you know, I'm into the sixth set, all right? And I completed the workout. But I will tell you, I was tempted to to quit prematurely. I, I was tempted to not allow the work to complete, the exercise to complete. And so I'm glad I didn't do that, all right? And that's how it is in life. In any area of life, you got to put in the work. You can't try to get out of stuff prematurely. And when it comes to adversity and trials in our life, faith allows us to hang in there. It allows us to stay strong. It allows us to endure. It allows us to press through in times of difficulty. And then thirdly, James said, when you're in those times of adversity, ask for divine wisdom. We need divine wisdom. Verse number five, if you need wisdom, Ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure, notice this, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people, those people that have a divided loyalty or a divided faith, those people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. So right off the bat, James writing to this church about having legitimate faith, genuine faith, real faith, tells them that when you're going through adversity and you ask God for wisdom, you ask God for help, you ask God for guidance in your life, You can't be divided in your loyalty. You can't be half in and half out. In fact, Jesus has to be Lord of our life, Lord of our life 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Sometimes we think that we can just date Jesus on weekends, that we can 
give Jesus, you know, 70 minutes on a Sunday morning and that's it. No, he needs to be Lord. And when we're in trials and when we're in adversity and our faith is being tested, sometimes we need to ask God for wisdom. Wisdom. In other words, God, as I'm going through this situation, is there something that I need to do? Uh, do I need to step out by faith? Do I need to try to open this door and walk through this door? Do I need to just wait and, and, and let you open the door? Do I need to contact someone? Do I need to talk to someone? When we're in adversity, we need wisdom. And God tells us, I'll give you wisdom. I'm happy to give you wisdom and guidance through the storm, through the adversity, okay? And I know sometimes when we're in adversity, some people want God to deliver them right away. Well, that's trying to get out prematurely because God allows adversity to teach us endurance, to strengthen our faith, and to remind us that we must depend on him. Sometimes people blame all adversity on the devil, and they're binding the devil and rebuking the devil. But let's be honest, God allows adversity in our life. Sometimes we're having a pity party and complaining. We need to stop all that stuff. We need to understand that when our faith is tested, when we're going through seasons of difficulty, that we need to allow that to work for our good, to build endurance, to build faith in us, to give us an opportunity to rejoice and trust the Lord and see God show up and show off in our life. Let me conclude with one final scripture. Down in verse number 12, James said, God blesses those who patiently endure testing. Patiently endure testing. We talked about endurance and patience. And afterwards, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Not those who love him every now and then. Not those who love him just when they're in trouble or in adversity. But those who are not divided in their loyalty, those who are 100% you know, invested in their relationship with Jesus, he rewards us. When we go through adversity, he blesses. When we go through adversity, he provides. When we go through adversity, he rewards us. Some rewards will come now in this life and other rewards will come in heaven. But don't forget, adversity works for us if we let it work for us. If we cooperate, it works for us. And we will see the blessing of God in our life. We'll see our faith strengthened. We'll see God do supernatural things that only he can do in the midst of the most difficult situations of life. So my friend, if you're having a week of adversity, hang in there, be patient, endure, tough it out. Don't try to get out prematurely and watch God work for you. I'll see you next time. Take care.